Capital A. U S L Y N zero special guest on my Facebook live today. Uh, I'm going to work with a brother in Midland. My friend, my brother, Sammy uh, Torres. Oh, man. I'm out with this dude. Uh, thank you for watching. This is called Monday Motivation. Uh, my buddy Sammy. What's up, Juan? What's up, Sarah? My buddy Sammy Torres. He's got a lot of motivational words, man, and I want you to hear him out real quick he's got only got a few minutes of his time I got to spend with him so he's got a little nugget he's gonna share with you guys uh, here it is this is Sammy what's up brother? all right what's going on Facebook live in my house welcome to my house David came and collaborate some things with me so asked me if I could say a couple things the biggest thing that's been on my mind especially the last four to five months that I'm living every day by is what I have called purpose over profession. We live in a society that pushes profession so hard that sometimes we get confused on what we're supposed to do in life. And then we wonder why we are where we are in society. And I believe one of the biggest things is that we are not pushing people to follow their purpose. There's a big difference between having purpose and having a profession. And I believe we've gotten distorted between the American dream and especially being fused with Christianity and um, the biggest thing that I've been living the last six months by is that is purpose over profession which means sometimes you're gonna walk away from opportunities that seem right because it is a great profession but it is not right by you and you know it deep down in your heart you know you're supposed to be doing something else deep down in your heart when you show up you know there's something missing deep down in your heart you know that you're supposed to be doing uh, something entirely different than what has been laid out before you and uh, so much so that I pulled my daughters out of school so that they can focus on their purpose and I believe if we say we believe in the God we believe in that he created us before the beginning of the world then that means he created us with a purpose and each and in our DNA 
um, we know what we're supposed to do when we're when we're small. And I knew what my daughters were supposed to do when they were two and three. And I saw them falling off from that and fading away on their identity and who they were and what they're supposed to do and how they're supposed to contribute into today's society. And I believe again that that's where we're missing a lot is we got a lot of people walking around with a profession and not walking in their purpose. So I encourage you, if you have never spent time digging and digging and digging, trying to find your purpose and what you're supposed to be doing, then spend the next three days, turn your phone off, don't watch any entertainment, turn your friends off, turn your family off, and find your purpose and walk in that. And in reality, if you don't know how to find your purpose, because a lot of us don't know, then contact somebody, contact a coach, contact your pastor, contact the people around you, ask them, what am I supposed to be doing? What do you see in me that I'm passionate about? What are the things that I always talk about? And I guarantee you, you'll find your passion. And when you you'll find your purpose, which will also be your passion. And when you walk in that, things will start happening that you will never imagine. The last six months, it's been an incredible journey. It's been hard, it's been difficult. I've said no to opportunities. I've walked away from opportunities, um, but each day I'm walking in my purpose and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and what I'm supposed to be contributing to this society and into this world. So that's what I have for today. Purpose over profession. Drill that in your head. Don't let your teachers, don't let your parents, don't let your religious leaders tell you what you're supposed to be doing in the sense of occupation, but find people that are going to draw your purpose out because that's when you will operate at 100% if not more so until next time let's change the world thank you facebook live brush your teeth two times <laughs> cool i like that see i want to do these i want to my it was goal. a great time too lunchtime yeah got to share yeah got a lot of people watching Got up to nine on a regular. Yeah. Just like that? That's what's up, man. Got a friend of mine shared it. DJ, Jeremy G. Oh, yeah, yeah. He Sweet. Like, man, see, he does a lot of secular stuff, man, but he's a Christian. Like, yeah. through and through, like, he he pays attention to what like he does and says. Like, even gotcha. when he goes to do an event. I mean, I don't think he drinks, but yeah. he doesn't post, like, stuff him, like, wilding out and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But, um... I want to do this, but what I want to do now is, on my on my personal Facebook, is if I meet with people, get them to say something. Mm -hmm. You know, Definitely. my goal, one of my goals in 2017 is to say something different. Like yeah, what like you're that. saying, if we do that on a regular basis, um, it'll click. It becomes yeah. like walking, like riding a bike for people. Mm -hmm. Like them hearing that, them hearing that motivation. Like, because I've told ton, tons and tons of people, man, do what you love, man. Yeah. Do what you love. And they're like, well, I got bills. I even told Big Perk, I said, bro, you can make more money hustling, dude, promoting one-hour design. Like, I told him. Oh, yeah. Oh, I said, yeah. you could be promoting me, and I could pay you, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, off the off the designs and off the work. And he's like, he he's he's relying, you know what he's relying on? Insurance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everybody. And I'm like, bro, like, in, in just kind of a faith-based type of extremist that I am, apparently you don't believe in God, then apparently yeah. you don't believe in healing, like... Early. because a lot of people we tend to say oh I think I'm sick 
and we're already speaking that mm-hmm. into existence. Mm-hmm. And I get mad when I'm around people. Like my ex used to say that. I think I think she's gonna be sick. They're like what the heck? <laughs> you saying that? Like yeah. I don't receive that crap. Yeah, they haven't gone to the. I think it was like four or five, man. It's been like seven years they haven't gone. And I'm just like, no. Like our bodies are meant to fight that stuff off, you know. So I wanna I wanna kinda hit people with some motivation, you know. Yeah, and I have that's the biggest things that I have is the purpose over profession. Is the uh collaboration over competition. Um especially out here, you know, I wish I should have gone more. But, um, um, well I'm gonna get back on here in a minute and uh Oh cool, that's a cool picture, bro. Which one? That one. I like that one. Oh, yeah. Um, is I want to do a Q&A. And that's basically what Gary Beats, one of his shows is basically a Q&A. Yeah, um, that's what that guy's doing up there in Lubbock, I was telling you. But it'd be far better, just like right now, lunchtime, everybody's open, like, boom. Perfect time to get it. Do like a little Q&A. Yeah, yeah. I'll ask you right to start it off, yeah. Uh, you wanna, you wanna sit over here? Yeah, yeah. No way I get better lighting. What's up, Facebook man? This is uh, part two of uh, picking Sammy Torres's brain. He's given me a couple minutes to to pick his brain. Um, we're doing a Q and A, man. So if you have any questions from Brother Sammy Torres, man, 
Awesome, awesome man of God, awesome business guy. Uh, put, put your questions on the comments so I can ask him. Uh, one of the questions I want to ask has to deal with his kids. Uh, he's got a real unorthodox way of teaching his kids or doing what he needs to do for his kids as far as the, the school system. So Sammy man, talk to me about why you pulled your kids out of school, what's the whole concept and, and all that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I noticed when I was in high school, I came down to Midland about, let's see, it's been about 15 years and there was probably 1,500 of us uh, in our freshman class and then only 600 of us dropped out. I mean, 600 of us graduated, so that means about 1,400 dropped out, and it's been that for the last 15 years. And as I met my first mentor about 10 years, let's say 12 years ago, um, this, this concept of homeschooling was introduced to me. And then as time went on, and the more books I read, and the more people I listened to, I realized that our public education system is catered to one personality, personality, which is the, the personality type that, that wakes up, that um, is obedient in the sense of uh, doesn't think for themselves, um, sits down, yes sir, no sir, and that's, I believe there's a, there's a, there's a place for that. But um, for me, I realized that like my youngest, she started failing, failing in society's uh, eyes I think in like first grade, second grade, and she was getting like 20s and 30s, and so we pulled them out for the first time and homeschooled them. In about two years, she was reading. She has a big vocabulary. She was reading on her own. She was reading my books to me, um, and now she, I can have a, an adult conversation with her. She's 11. So we put them back into public education system just because of the circumstances, and I realized that they were being suppressed who they were was being suppressed and um, who they were was being oppressed by this whole sit down, shut up, do what I tell you. And again, I think there's a place for, for authority. There's a place to, um, to get it, to walk in and do what you're supposed to do. But I think that's only to a limit. And I felt like my daughters were losing themselves. And so I've made a drastic change to where I stopped my profession in a sense and uh, and I am the one teaching them and today like for the last three weeks my youngest She's real business type. She's been selling things since she was like four years old. She's been arts and crafts from day one and uh, my oldest is a uh, Music fiend I guess you can say she's been writing music since she was 10. She's 12 about to be 13 and um, I felt like if she if I kept putting them in school then they were going to do the whole go to school, get good grades, get a good job, and they weren't going to be happy. And today, like the last three weeks, my youngest has been researching drop shipping, manufacturing, um, connecting with Alibaba, finding arts and crafts. She's going to start a YouTube channel. She's going to have um, her own website to be able to push her products. And then my oldest has written five songs in the last week, posted them on YouTube. And I see something entirely different. I see freedom from them. I see um, passion in them. And I see a reason for them to wake up uh, inside of them. They, they enjoy waking up. They enjoy what they're doing. And uh, it's like the last video we just posted is purpose over profession. 
We live in a world that pushes it so hard that we forget who we are because we want to pay the bills. We got to pay the bills. We got to get that new phone. We got to get that new car. We got all that. And all that will come if you follow your heart um, and you follow your purpose. And so I pulled them out because um, I just didn't want to talk about it and tell people purpose over profession, but I wanted to live it. And we get to live that. So my daughters, I'm teaching them firsthand purpose over profession. They were here, they were born to play a part in society, a strategic part, not a cookie cutter part like society tells us, uh, but a strategic role on building uh, a new kingdom, on building a new society. Um, and I believe that's why we are where we are, because we've fallen away from that and we need to bring that back. Everybody has a purpose. Um, no role is higher than the next role. Some people will uh, place the janitor as a lower role, but there is somebody out there who loves cleaning. Like that is their purpose. They want to do that. They love to do that. And we need to start pulling that out instead of cramming um, information, instead of cramming um, this false notion that we need to create an income first and everything else will fall into that. that I think that's backwards. We need to follow this and everything else will follow that. So that's why I did it. That's a long answer. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, that's cool. Uh, so tell me, you, you put a, posted an article about the MRT or whatever yeah. about the school. Yeah, um, definitely. You want to talk about how um, that. that was another, that was kind of another reason why it kind of, yeah, kind so of information of what you're doing with the kids. Um, Definitely. Talk about that. Yeah, there's an article that just dropped for Midland ISD. Some of you may have seen it if you keep up with the news in that way. Um, I'm pulling it up right now. But the article, oops. Let's see. Uh, was pretty much from the TEA, Texas Education Agency, and it was about. Um, MISD, the district, and how they were doing as a whole. And they got a bunch of C's, D's, and F's as a whole. So to me, in my logical mind, I'm like, here we are. Um, here we are pressing on these students to excel. And here we are holding them to a standard that we're not even holding ourselves to. I mean, how can we, how can we, let's say, what's the word? How can we give the students a hard time about having C's, D's, and F's when the whole district as a whole, as, as teachers, as instructors, as staff members, have C's, D's, and F's? Like, that was a big wake-up call. So why would I continue to place them into an education system that is failing, obviously? Uh, and I knew, that, I knew that, you know, 10 years ago. Uh, again, we have a cookie-cutter public education system. There's so many opportunities out there. There's so many different ways of educating. We know as a society that there's four different personalities, and yet we have a public education system that caters to one personality. I believe we have a system in, as a whole in society that uh, caters to one personality. Not everybody likes to get up at 6 a.m. or 8 a.m. I got buddies who like to get up at 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. Why is it that we push, put, why can't we have a school uh, part of the school that, that kids start at 12 p.m. for those that they don't like to get up early. And so we're, we're, um, we're placing 
these numbers and these grades on students based on memorization and other things like that when part of it probably has to do because they're showing up too early and they're they're groggy and they're being forced to show up instead of maybe showing up at a different time so um, this article dropped and it was more confirmation for me to pull them out um, it's on MRT I, I can't find it right now but um, there's it's on your page right yeah it was on my page yeah if you go to his page check it out so it was just you know just the grades that the district were getting and it was one of the worst grades um, the school that my daughters were going to you know got D's and F's so why would I continue to place them in there and continue to um, expose them to an environment that I know is not pulling their purpose out to an environment that I know is hindering their purpose and is oppressing and suppressing who they are and um, that article really opened my eyes um, to and I'm glad that it was made public now again we know that what's done in the dark will be brought to light and uh, we had a lot of issues with that with my oldest uh, school this year um, and they were pretty um, walking and talking you know high and mighty and um, this just shows like uh, that they're failing as a whole and that's okay um, I have I I'm not just complaining about it you know uh, I have solutions and, and I believe we all have solutions and I think it's just time to come together and really realize like we don't have to do what everybody else is doing um, it may be different it may be scare it may be scary it may be um, uh, in a sense unorthodox but um, we don't have to follow the system that is out there. I don't know if you guys know that, but we don't have to do that. So I'm just living in that. Um, I was I got really bored in school. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't um, challenged enough. Um, I wasn't there was interested in all those subjects. There was more that I wanted to do. And around ninth grade, I just shut down, did enough to pass, and that was it. So. Yeah. Cool. Um, I got another question. If you have any questions, man, hey, uh, thank you. My brother Junior's on. Thank you, Jordan, my little nephew. Hey, what's up, Cleveland, man? Thanks for watching, man. I'm interviewing my buddy Sammy here in Midland. Interesting. If you have any questions to ask him, man, this guy has um, years and years of understanding of how to do certain things in business, Christianity, and even right now we're talking about his kids and the school system here in West Texas and what he's doing it, uh, to make it uh, effective for his family. So uh, let me ask you another question. If you have any questions, just drop it on the comments. What is your, what do you, what's your advice to the to parents and people in the Midland Odessa area? Well, um, I thought there's, what I hear a lot is, well, I don't know how to homeschool. I feel like I'm not equipped. I feel like I'm not a teacher. I don't know how, and uh, I get that. I get that. That's what paralyzed uh, my wife from doing it. For so long and there is co-ops like I'm uh, we joined the West Texas homeschool co-op that will help you and will guide you on uh, educating uh, on homeschool wise so um, don't be fearful of not knowing the the not knowing and the, and the what people think is probably the two biggest reasons that people don't move forward on something they know they should move forward on or they don't move forward on um, something that they don't understand. A lot of us are frightful on things that we don't understand, on things that we don't know, and especially what others are going to think of us. To me, this is the year that I'm living. I don't care what you think of me. I don't care what you think about my family. I don't care what you think about what I'm doing. I'm doing it because it is right. And um, for example, I'm doing a 365 spoken word poems in one year. 
three months ago, people probably thought I was crazy. People probably snickered at me. People probably made fun of me. Uh, and here we are. I think I'm on day on 55. And um, I'm having more people root for me. More people send me messages wanting to team up and things like that. It was frightful. Uh, it was scary. It was unknown. Uh, not knowing what was going to happen. But um, I knew that it was right. And for the first time in my life, I'm 32. For a long time, I did what other people thought I should do. I cared about what other people thought about me. If I did this or if I went that way or if I didn't go there or if I didn't attend this or um, if my daughters weren't doing sports. Somebody they asked me they, somebody the other day asked me if my daughters were doing sports and I was like, no. And they asked why. I said, well, I know what they're supposed to be doing. Sports would be a distraction. Um, my daughter is supposed to be doing music, so why would I put her in, a, uh, in any other activities that is not going to pull out her purpose? So um, that's the biggest thing. Don't care what people think. Um, if you've ever thought about homeschooling, um, there are co-ops out there that will help you. And it's more about your children. It's not about what society thinks. It's about what's best for them. And I want my daughters 10 years from now to, t uh, to thank me and um, to come up to me and be like, Dad, I'm so glad. Right now, you know, they're probably missing their friends. This is the first day back. They're probably missing you know, lunchtime when they get to talk to this person and they're probably this or that. But I know, as the word tells us, um, I know that they will thank me later. Uh, I tell them now, you, you can hate me now, but you will love me later. And I'm just doing what I wish somebody would have done for me. And that's take me serious as a child. We, we push our kids through the system and it's like, hurry, hurry, grow up, hurry up and grow up. And sometimes we don't take them serious and we don't sit down and listen. And we more than listen to, to what they have to say, we don't listen to their heart. Um, and I want, to, I want to serve my kids, not have them serve me. And I believe that with that, once you get to know me, I'm trying to create a better world. I know that I came and I was born to change the world. And the way I do that is becoming a better human. And now with social media and things like that is putting it on display. I have nothing to hide. I'm completely naked and unashamed. Again, I don't care what you think. I don't care what anybody thinks. I'm going to put my life on display and um, hopefully inspire and motivate you to, to follow what you're supposed to do um, and follow your purpose and hopefully draw that out um, so that we can create a society that we should have been we should have been at a whole better society 50 years ago to me i don't understand with all the knowledge and all the wisdom that exists in the world that this is the best we can do um, all i know is that i was born and all this was here and before i die i will change the world and it will be 90 percent better than i found it i guarantee you that how i'm going to do that i don't know am i going to do that alone no nope. it's going to require a lot of people it's going to require a lot of help a lot of collaboration uh, again, the biggest thing for me is collaboration over competition. It's going to require a really big team. And part of that is reforming education. It's doing something entirely different than we've been doing the last 100 years. We do school the way we've done it 100 years ago. And we wonder why we have the society that we have. So, another long answer. Sorry about that. Cool. No, that's <laughs> cool, man. Um, I just, um, not only is this beneficial for life, but... I know when people watch it again, uh, they'll go on there, and I think they'll take a lot of good nuggets from it. Uh, tell everybody your like Snapchat, your Twitter, your Instagram. 
Sure. Uh, Facebook, of course, Sammy, S-A-M-M-Y, Taurus, Midland, Texas. Uh, YouTube channel is Unspoken Thoughts. That's only if you want like spoken word poetry. I have an Instagram, Unspoken, number one, Thoughts. Um, and then a Facebook page, Unspoken Thoughts, Positive. Um, unspoken Thoughts, Spoken Word for Positive Change. And um, that's it. Let's change the world together. And uh, cool, man. Thank you, bro. And we're going to be doing this on a regular basis. So, Definitely. Uh, I'm going to get some stuff going. So God bless you, bro. Thank you so much for everything, right. man. I was going to tell you to make that face, but you did it anyway. <laughs> Always, man. I gotta go get it though. Thirty. Bye.